0: to the Even the Rocks podcast, where we believe that just like the rocks cry out proclaiming Jesus as our Savior, our symptoms cry out to help us support our
1: temple. I'm Lindsay. And I am Danielle, and we are your hosts here. We are both nutritional therapy practitioners with a biblical worldview, and within this podcast, we will teach you the way God created our bodies to be innately intelligent. You will be pointed to Jesus and understand how to support your body best. All right. Welcome to today's episode. Lindsay and I are going to talk about something that's probably, um, to me, four months ago, I would have been like, you are crazy. You are lying. There's no such thing as that. Um, We're going to talk about parasites and toxicity. And um, quite frankly, like I said, I didn't believe that parasites existed except for in dogs and animals and things. But there was a time that Lindsay was sharing. She was at the park with her brothers, and I think it was, like, last winter. And yeah. you were walking, and it was, like, icy. So it was still kind of, like, icy, you know, icy puddles. And there was this nasty, long, like, I don't know, probably two foot I, – I probably exaggerated, but it looked like it was two it feet was long. It
0: was so long. It, like, stretched across, like – pretty much all the way across our sidewalk. It was
1: huge. I was disgusted. Like, okay. So my biggest fear in life are snakes. Like no, like it doesn't have legs. That's how this, that's how the devil came to the Eve. The first time that encountered anything to do with humans and and the devil was with snakes. So trust me when I say I'm like, no, like it was more of a belief thing. Like, I don't want to believe that these things are inside me, but there was this parasite as she was outside. It was clearish white. And it was like, slithering across the sidewalk in this like ice puddle and no, it, was, it wasn't clear white it was it was ice but it was black oh it, it was, was right yeah yeah it was black i was traumatized Lindsay. i was traumatized by that video can you tell <laughs> and we looked it was like
0: last year in the middle of the winter storm that we all had and we got home and pulled all of our ski gear off um, and we looked it up and that, that parasite specifically goes into animals. No, 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 goes into insects and it will cause them to commit suicide. But somehow that specific parasite, like it only some, I don't really remember. It was like over a year ago that we were looking up this specific parasite that was in our park and several people around my area posted pictures on Facebook of this same looking worm all over town. And I was like, oh, and they were like crawling up out of the snow. So, you know, they're everywhere.
1: Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And like, they were clearly in some kind of feces and some kind of things that were frozen and like, so disgusting. And so, Lindsay, Lindsay, you completed your NTP in February? No, when did you finish your NTP?
0: When did I graduate?
1: I don't know. I don't remember. I think March. Okay. And then I completed mine in July of 2020, the same year, um, and so we have like, our eyes are open to all these different ways. The way that we look at the body, we can never look at anything the same again. Like I can, I yeah. kid you not. Someone talks about a headache and I'm like, mm. like, I'm already thinking like, huh, what did you mm. eat today? What, what work-
0: your balance? Like yeah. what was <laughs> the mineral balance that today? Like, how was your blood sugar today? Yes. Oh, how's your digestion today? Yeah. I hear somebody talk about headaches. I talk, I hear somebody talk about any symptom and I'm yeah. automatically like, trying to think of where the systemic imbalance is in their body
1: yeah and it seems like because then it makes sense to me then I can like make sense and process oh okay not that it even matters to the conversation not just not just that you can make sense of it you know where
0: it's coming from and how to help them and so many times and you know the advice that people have to say it's like oh we'll take this and it'll just cover it up Mm-hmm. but that that's not helping you to get to why it's happening in the first place.
1: Right. So, yeah. So anyway, like we've, we've had our eyes open to a whole different way of looking at the body, looking at people, looking at conversations. And again, like it always points back to like, even the way people talk about Jesus, like we can tell, you can tell people spiritual maturity from that, or you know what they're really believing in things from how they talk or behave and things like that. But this thing, or, I don't know, I think since I, I graduated in July, I think I was aware in my last quarter or my last term of class about cell core and the idea of um, binders and carbon technology, I was aware of it. Now, I I will be the first to tell you, like de- the detoxification, like learning about detoxification to me I was blinded and because I already don't trust companies that want to detoxify and like promote all this stuff. So I like had this blinder on, I'll be honest. And uh, so oh, see, I was confused.
0: Detoxification, Like the detoxification, like whole chapter or class that we went through. Yeah. That was my favorite. Oh, I really? Wait for the detox. Yeah. Because I, I love, no, I don't like products of detox. Right. Like I don't like the drinks and all the different things like that, but I love I'm that person who like, if I hear of some type of, okay, eat this way for this many days and just drain your body up. I want to see how many times I can poop. Yes. Yep. But I have always been that way. Even like whenever I was young, I was like, oh, this will make me poop a lot. Like, and not in a bulimic sense, but yes. just, I want to, because I had such gas issues. I think I just wanted to see, okay, if my colon is empty, will I still produce gas? Right. And so if I can just empty my gut out completely, I will feel better. And it wasn't necessarily, I mean, I've always been thin. It wasn't that I've never thought that I, I mean, I never really thought that I was fat. I mean, there were like times where I was like more swollen than others, but I, yeah, I just love the thought process of getting everything out of our body so whenever i learned about detox in class i seriously i went through the ntas like they have a section on their website of like detox books but every mm-hmm. one of them like the <laughs> detox book i told you to buy it
1: yep i, I literally it.
0: read that times in a week because i was like this is so fascinating because it was all of these things that i loved before and all of these like concepts that i thought were so interesting and like Pooping. Like I was always fascinated by poop, which is crazy that this is not my profession, Right, Um, but it's always been super fascinating to me. So I loved that chapter, but I love that chapter because it showed me how to support your detox pathways better than probably what I was doing before.
1: See, and that's exactly what you just said. Support your detoxification pathways. Right. Because I knew that we had organs in our body that were supposed to, de- like, we have detoxification organs. Like, of course, God would make us with everything we needed, right? But the thing is, is exactly. that you'll have companies out there that are like, oh, you need to go juice cleanse or you need, like, these cleanses and things like that. Those do nothing but destroy your blood sugar regulation and actually hurt one of your detoxification. I, I would actually wager to say all of the detoxification organs. Yeah.
0: Um, because if, because if your liver's injured, it's not going to, n- nothing else is going to work right.
1: Absolutely. So we, I, I got, like I said, I got introduced to Core from my instructor in the last term with the th- thinking about carbon technology. Now, I know a lot of people that may listen to this or maybe you've heard it or seen it, but like the charcoal craze. Do you remember when people were taking so much charcoal? I was one that fell into the charcoal for my teeth and it truly, like it messed up my teeth and I'm very angry about my teeth. And um, please don't put charcoal in your teeth and don't like, unless you're working with someone that tells you exactly what to do and like gives you a quality product. So charcoal was scary to me, but carbon technology with What we've learned in our classes and what we've learned, like supporting, you know, supporting the body from a holistic, like root cause um, view, I guess, um, is that carbon technology actually infiltrates the cell walls without um, binding to nutrients that we need. So it's not depleting our body of things. And what we have done is, Lindsay and I have actually created a course, um, this mentorship course, where we're walking alongside, was it 23-ish, some odd people? Um, We're working alongside with 23 people where we are doing it ourselves. We're just a few, a a month, or Lindsay, I think is two months ahead, but I'm um, just about a month ahead of everybody in the group. And we're just all going through this together and kind of sharing our experiences. But the whole idea with detoxification and parasites and anything like that. You have to open your drainage pathways first. Now, I just learned literally, Lindsay, like, I don't know, five minutes before I came downstairs to record with you, that a company that both you and I love for oils is now promoting through sales reps, parasite cleanses. Ugh. And so that was really discouraging to me because I love their oils. and. Yeah. I do not love that just everybody can do a parasite cleanse. Right. Paras. And, Paras- Go ahead.
0: And I don't like that just anybody can make supplements. I agree. But that <laughs> bothers me because because there's so many supplement companies out there, and like you know, there there are companies that I like for one thing, but then they start making supplements like like oils. I love oils for so many different purposes. Yeah, they are literally. If you, you rub together a leaf and oil gets on your hand, that leaf, all plants have a purpose. I mean, if you, if you think about the create, create creativeness of God and how he created so many different plants, he's not going to do something that doesn't have purpose. He's not going to plant. He's not going to create thousands upon thousands of different kinds of plants for no reason. Every plant has a purpose to your body you are his number one priority on this earth and if why would he make all these plants if it wasn't to support our body right right so yes the oils from plants have a huge purpose every single plant on planet earth has a purpose for our health
1: and maybe not go ahead no what what was your oh and and for every plant has a purpose for our health but Like a medicine cabinet, you don't use a plant unless you need it. Right. Just because you hear it's good for something doesn't mean it's good for you and your specific reason.
0: Right. Because we're all bio individual. I'm not going to take diabetic medication because I don't need that medication. I'm not going to take ibuprofen unless I need. Like it's it's thinking the same way as in the medicinal world. Yeah you don't take something that your body doesn't need that area where your body doesn't need support. Yeah. So yeah, the fact that companies can just, because they're a natural company, they come out with supplements or because they're a natural, this or a natural that they come out with all these different things that
1: really aren't good for you. Yeah. And that, like that company that we love, like we said, they have phenomenal oil quality. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's one of the, the best that end. I can find. Yeah. And so just because you love one thing from a company does not necessarily mean you have to love everything. Um, and so knowing about knowing that this parasite thing is clearly becoming a trend or a marketing situation, knowing that this is a marketing or becoming a marketing thing, this is just like with any other product. Like we've talked, I believe we've talked about it or you'll have heard Lindsay or I talking about in our stories on Instagram or whatever um, social media platform. But, you know, people are like, oh, you know, take vitamin C. Well, that's cool, but why not get vitamin C from like, I don't know, peppers and food and your citrus fruits and things like that instead of absorbic acid. And like getting things from natural sources, not man-made sources. There is a huge difference And while it may seem like it makes things cheaper and more readily available, just because there's a supplement that your best friend is using or selling or um, doing does not mean that there's science behind that that actually supports it for your specific body. So enter in the CellCore, you know, the CellCore company. Lindsay and I both applied and I applied and I got in like right away after she told me to. And then um, I got in right away and I started with the the comprehensive protocol, I'm gonna tell you, it's scary. Because I'm like, I had no clue what I was doing. First of all, I entered in this thing, believing I had no parasites. First of all, second of all, I
0: knew I I probably had a lot. (laughs) I knew, I knew there was something in there. There's no way after knowing everything that I know about my gut. And after all the years that I didn't poop. Yeah. Years I didn't poop. How is that possible? And knowing that I grew up, y'all, I was that kid at like 12. My dad pulled me aside at my grandma's house. And he was like, listen, you got to start wearing a shirt on the farm. And I was like, what? The boys don't have to wear a shirt on the farm. Why? (laughs) Yeah. You just just wear shorts and you ran around in the hog and you ran around with the hogs and you ran around in the feedlot and
1: yeah I never wanted to
0: I'm sure I had I'm sure I still have a bajillion parasites feasting on everything that I
1: put in my body absolutely well yeah and like that we you know as a kid I also was barefoot my parents I would wear just underwear because I had to because apparently like my mom's a beautician so is Lindsay's but there were people coming to our house and my mom like they finally said I had to wear underwear so then um Like I, I just didn't like to wear clothes. I was outside barefoot. I still like, there was actually last, was it last week? Yeah. Last week. Um, I went out and did our leaves in our yard, like an acre's worth of leaves barefoot, because I knew that I was having such an emotional day. I'm like, I've got to get out barefoot in the grass and just be one with nature for a minute. Um, but no, like all of those things, like, opening like we the first step of the cell course to open your drainage pathways you can't just start killing things and have no place for them to go and you can't start trying to eliminate things without any place to go for them
0: well even like think about think about even at a systemic level like you know we have um we have oh what's it called the process where you like cell replacement therapy where you like, go have a stem cell transplant. Oh yeah. Yeah. Get your cells replaced completely because you're like systemically sick. And then, you know, most of the time, whenever I hear people have like stem cell transplants, they feel great for like a couple months. And then all of a sudden they feel way worse than before. Well, let's think about that systemically. So you have your cells. And then if you think about the drainage funnel, you have your cells, then you have your lymphatic system, then you have your organs, then you have your colon, then, you know, as everything comes out of your body. So If you're already backed up and your cells can't heal because they're so full of toxins and then you, you take all your cells out and you put all new system, like all new stem cells in, well, then what do you even, you spent, you just spent thousands of dollars in medical bills and then all of that stuff that's been backed up into your lymphatic system, into your organs, into your colon, into all these different areas of your body. That's going to flood those brand new cells. Mm Mm-hmm. And we think that, oh, I had a stem cell transplant. I'm completely brand new. Right? No, no, no. Your cells are still going to get trapped if you don't open the funnel properly.
1: Yeah. And, you know, you just... Okay, so stem cell transplants. Grateful that we have that that opportunity and that option. Grateful for that. But it's also a Band-Aid. It is not a fix-all if... Like the whole reason you probably need the stem cell transplant is probably because your detoxification organs are backed up and yeah, they're shutting down and your um, cells are just constantly like, um, what would you call it? Like pooping toxins and keeping the tox like, we call them cell poop in school, but like it's just constantly like getting toxins in like, I don't know, like a, you know, like a a landfill. That's what I'm trying to say. A landfill. like There's a landfill of toxins inside each of your cells. How do you think you get cancer? it doesn't start in an organ or in a boob or in your prostate start or yourselves. it starts with one single cell not being healthy. Right. And so then yeah. it replicates because this that's what cells do is they just continue to replicate. And so it replicates the unhealthy DNA or that, what is it like the broken DNA of that cell? Uh-huh. And so like everything, like, you know, we, I think that we're so far removed. We're so far removed from the idea that we are literally just a bunch of cells together And if, if we aren't taking care of that root cell issue, then nothing is going to work properly because like the level, like the physiological level of our body is starts with, you know, obviously atoms, molecules, but cells, tissues, tissues make organs, a bunch of tissues make organs, organs make systems, cardiovascular system, excretory system, digestive system, all of those systems all of those systems create us as an individual human being. And if you start having issues at system levels, so let's just say your digestive system's off. That tells me that not only is your digestive system off, but there's organs involved, there's tissues involved, and there's cells involved. Let's just say an organ is, is misfiring or something's not working right with that organ. That tells me, again, that Yes, at the organ level, but there's tissues that there's been replicated cells, there's cell damage, there's all of that. So everything goes back to the cellular level and that whole drain opening your drainage pathways. All that does is say here, liver, here's some, here's some support to open up the clogs. Let's push those clogs through here. Kidneys let's, let's make sure we don't have any more clogs in there. Let's just push all of that through here, pores, lungs, um, bowels, Let's just push all of that out and have like, it kind of like a toilet. Like if your toilet's clogged, you got to plunge it to get it, th- get it to go again. Or like you got a Wookiee in your shower or in the sink in your thing, you got to get that pushed through so that the plumbing can work. That's, that's what it is, right? Like plumbing. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's yeah. I explain it like plumbing all the time. You have to get the, you have to get the pipes to work right. Or no matter what you do, no matter if you eat all the healthy foods in the world and you eat a super supportive diet and you're supporting everything properly and you don't eat toxins and you don't put toxins on your body, like you're still, your body's not draining. So, you know, a lot of my stuff, I started feeling better once I started supporting my gut. You know, it took me about six to eight months. I started feeling better, but then I kind of, now I I wasn't getting bloated and gassy anymore, but I still didn't feel like I, I knew I could feel better. I knew that my body still, there was still healing to be done because I'm sure there was, you know, let's think about, let's think about a house in a kitchen sink that has just had food shoved down it for years. What, what does your sink look like if you, if you have a plumber come in and they, they, take your kitchen sink out and they take all that tubing out. What does that look like? Well, it's probably just coated in nasty. You don't even know what anymore. Mm -hmm. And so what we have to do is if you want to absorb things, if you want, yeah, yeah. I'm pooping every day at this point. I feel better. I'm not gassy. I'm not bloated, but what does the inside of my colon look like? Is there still systemic Um. um, food that has been rotting in my colon for years. Like, what does that look like? Where is that gone systemically? I have to drain all of that out before I can think that it's going to function optimally. Right. I don't think I'm there yet. I don't, I I genuinely, I mean, I lived like that for 25 years. Right. So how can I think that, yeah, you can start supporting your body better, but how are you going to clean it out? You can't just and, and I don't say that to discourage people that are like doing things more supportive and starting to right. support their body because it's a process. If you really want to start feeling better, if you really want to get to a place where, where, where you don't feel like you're going to get all of these genetic disorders that have run in your family for years, we've got to start helping your body to get rid of things because yeah. that's, what, that's where those illnesses come from. Genetic disorders don't come just because your grandma had them and your great grandma had them and her mom had them. That's not why we have genetic disorders. Why we have genetic disorders is because we turn them on. Yes, We can turn them off, but that takes work. It's not just something that just happens. And I'm in the middle of it. You know, my grandma, sorry if my grandma listens to this. (laughs) (laughs) She poops her pants because she can't handle it. My dad, my dad, he has trouble holding his poop. My All my aunts, my whole family have had issues of pooping their pants. I pooped on the floor a couple years ago. Just like <laughs> I woke up one morning, I was... Ch- <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> I did. I legit... I've never shared that live before. Well, this isn't live, you know what. I'm s- blushing right now and sweating. Okay. Yeah, I woke up one morning... <laughs> I woke up one morning, it was before I got married, so my husband didn't see it. I woke up one morning, and I had to go to the bathroom. I had I changed. Okay. I was changing, and I had didn't have my pants on yet. I put my shirt on, and I was like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. And, like, as I'm thinking that process, I just poop on the floor.
1: Just like, no. Just pooped on the floor. <laughs> no.
0: Yes. Like a turd yes. or a I was pile. ready yes just pooped on the floor like a child that can't control themselves yeah this was probably like three years ago so I was like 20 28 29
1: yeah that's embarrassing yeah so embarrassing
0: (laughs) and I was at the time I was actually living in the apartment um my parents have like an apartment beside their beside my mom's salon yeah and to go to the bath, like there's only one bathroom in her in the lawn and so I had to walk through her business to go to the bathroom and I'm just hoping and praying she doesn't have a customer coming in oh it was awful it was awful <laughs> it was awful anyway <laughs> it's yeah. so awful I'm that's, laughing that's genetic for me yeah that's genetic that's normal for my entire I don't know anybody in my family my aunt my dad my grandma it's super super genetic in my family I don't want that. Yeah, I'm done with that. That is not define my future. I'm going to be able to control my bowels. My goal, my life goal is to hike a mountain at 80 with yep. my grandkids. Now, you know, I tell people that's my life goal and they're like, well, that sounds kind of stupid. No, no, no. Because if you think about it, it's not just that one goal. Because if that is my goal is to hike a mountain on my 80th birthday, maybe not on my birthday because it's going to be cold in November. But if my goal is to hike a mountain at 80. That means that I'm going to have to do a lot of things over the next 50 years. Yep. So, you know, have a good relationship with all my kids and my grandkids. There's one, yep. have a body that's functioning properly where I'm not pooping myself at 80. That's another, you know, there's all these different things to support your body systemically, to support your body, to turn off genetic markers so that you have this life That you want it, you want it to look a certain way. And yeah, yeah, that hiking that mountain at 80 is a tiny, tiny part of that goal. But if you think about that goal as the big picture, and not that it's the big picture, because there's a lot of other big pictures with it. But if you look at that tiny little act that I want to do when I turn 80, there's so many other things that fall into line and so many other things that get me to that point that I have to do.
1: Yeah. The goal is to be
0: on a handful of pills at 50. Well, and, and pooping my pants at 50. I was on my way there three years ago, you know, early on the floor.
1: <laughs> Dying. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm just going to laugh with her because what else are you supposed to do? Cause it's funny. Um, but I think you mentioned like something you kind of said in there or insinuated in there is that you have to do something. You have to show up and do a little something every single day for yourself. And that's not selfish. It's actually just very, uh, it's selfish not to show up for yourself because if you, yeah. and, and we know this, we know if we don't take care of ourselves that we are not, we know this like instinctually that if we don't take care of ourselves, we're not going to be able to take care of everybody around us. But I have a few people, I don't even know if they listen to the podcast, but I have a few people um, that were clients or former clients and there was always an excuse. There was always an excuse, well, I'm too busy or I don't do the grocery shopping or I, I have to run through the drive through because I'm never home or I just don't like vegetables. I can't, you know, there was always something. Well, I'm just too busy this season or I'm just too busy next. Like, There's always another thing. That So basically, every excuse you give puts another pill in your hand. Or puts another yeah. surgery in your pocket, like, or in your bank account. Like, you're going to have to have another surgery. So why don't we ever take, like, why don't we ever, like, just finally start doing that? Start living the life we want to live right now. And I think a lot of it is because we have to change. We have to, first of all, acknowledge. I, I had to acknowledge I had stupid parasites. I refused to acknowledge. And I-, I now know that I have them. But you have to acknowledge that this is yeah, not okay. a lot of them. Oh, I, I I told I told her today I had like a whole bowl full today. It was disgusting, but but you have to acknowledge I
0: haven't, par- I haven't passed any parasites in quite a while. Like the big ones.
1: Okay. Um I
0: haven't passed the big ones in a while. Yeah. I've had like last month I passed like two foot long parasites every day.
1: Yeah, she did. I saw them. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot we there's not like i think have we told you all
0: to even the rocks podcast yes
1: (laughs) behind the scenes behind the scenes we're
0: we weren't going to record a podcast episode today and we were just kind of like hey i have a free hour let's record we're like what do you want to talk about i'm like i don't know let's just have a conversation
1: yep and that's what we're we're doing about all
0: the parasites you know
1: yeah there we go but yeah, I think that when we start taking away excuses and we and we start to acknowledge the reality of what is and realize that we're not so important that stuff can't wait. Like if we're important enough now and something needs to be done now, we're important get, um, important enough when it's time after we've taken care of ourselves. And if we're constantly putting stuff on our calendars, what are we hiding from? What are we scared of if we lose that excess weight or we become healthy? I will tell you. So I have lost a bunch of my weight. I'm not, I'm still considered overweight and I'm okay with that right now because I'm not in the obese category. I'm super stoked about that. But there was a point in the NTA that one of my, um, did you guys do peer partners as well there where you had someone to work with? Yeah. So my peer partner, I was so grateful. She's a Christian. She's a a very conservative Christian. And um, it was just really good that we met each other because we were kind of nervous about things. But anyway, I told, I admitted to her that I said I was nervous about actually healing. And she's like, well, why wouldn't you be excited about it? And I said, well, I am, but I'm scared because I don't know what that looks like on the other side. Because when I, when I'm healed and things are healing, does that mean that I'm done? Or I mean I know. Go ahead. I think that's a lot of people's. I think that's a lot of
0: people's fear, Mm -hmm. because because our identity becomes so wrapped up in our struggle. Yeah. Which, you know, there there we could make a whole pod. Let's do that. Let's make a whole podcast episode on that topic. Yeah. You know, we can wrap ourselves up in the struggles, the trauma, the trials, the 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 illness, the diagnosis. Yep, and those things can be used for good. I mean, Jesus, Jesus tells us everything. Everything can be used for His glory. We just have to seek out how we can use it for His glory. You know, like like my gut junk that I went through all my life. I would I I would say yeah, it was part of my identity in the fact that. Everyone knew if something stank, it was me. If somebody farted, it was me. Like that was, that was just who I was. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that. I, when I found out that I didn't fart there, I was, no, I was fine not identifying with it now, then. Um, I can see myself maybe identifying, oddly, I can see myself identifying with it more now. And I, I have to hold, I have to step back. Every, t- every, you know, every once in a while, whenever I post something about, you know, on Instagram about having a gut issue or having mm. some kind of gas or bloating, I hold, I like, I have to pull myself back and I'm like, okay, this is not your identity anymore. Yeah. because That's all I talk about now because it is my business. And I do want to help those people, but I have to remember, this is not who you are. Even though I've kind of stepped forward through it, that's literally all I talk about. Yeah. That's all I talk about on social media. That's, that's what people in my life talk to me about. And I'm like, yo, there is so much more going on than what's on my social media. Like, sometimes I wish that people that actually knew me didn't follow me on Instagram. Yeah. Because now it's like all my friends want to talk about. It's all my family wants to talk about. And I'm like, no, this, this is, this is my work. This is my body. This is what I am helping people in. This is. What, like, you know, whenever people want to talk to a therapist about what they're dealing with, no, no, no. You're my family. You're my friends. Let's not talk about my gut issue. You knew about my gut issue when it was, when you smelt it all the time. <laughs> we don't need to talk about it anymore. It doesn't impact, impact your life anymore. Right. It, unless like, you want help, healing as well. Okay. Then we can talk about it. But yeah, But there's so many things wrapped up in our identity that it gets to it. It gets dangerous, like like in a diagnosis. You have a specific diagnosis, and you're scared of what it looks like without that diagnosis.
1: Well, and I think I told you a couple weeks ago. I I have lost my story. I yeah. look back, and um, the the woman I was three and a half years ago. I don't even remember her. I don't even recognize her, and it's hard to. I have I've done the whole opposite thing. I didn't forget on purpose. But it's that I have embraced every I have worked really hard to embrace what is here and now and living for that 80 year old that I want to be, I want to be traveling the world with my husband. I want to be enjoying cuisines across the world. I want to take my grandkids to the, to the mountains and go backpacking and hiking and camping. Like I want to go fly fishing and I want to be able to stand in rivers and streams, fly fishing when I'm 80 and not, and actually have a memory and a physical body that can do it. And, but I think that I lost my story and I was, kind of floundering for a bit because I no longer identify as someone who is held back by my body. I no longer identify as someone who is, has every excuse in the book to not head to my gym or to not go eat meat and potatoes and vegetables and what have you. I'm not the girl at at six o'clock in the morning running through McDonald's because I have to have two egg McMuffin meals and a large, a large coffee. Like I'm not that person anymore, but it's yeah. also like, I, and it's also hard for me too, that we're living it I'm living in a place now where people don't even know the former me. They only know the current me and it's hard also to let that go and like still remember and make connections. And so that's like the al- the opposite side, but it's also like, it's not great for my business because I struggle relating to my, my specific clientele right now. And that's me being vulnerable, that it's hard to remember that I was scared of stairways. It was hard to remember that I was scared that uh, I smelled or scared of, you know, the price of clothes or, you know, what have you. And how much how much life i lived on the sidelines yeah cuz i refuse to live any differently now
0: yeah yeah and just once you figure out that everything ev- we can support our body better in every situation yeah and that's what's so crazy like i i'm at a point now where like i don't think any autoimmune disorder or autoimmune disease can't be supported better agreed and what's crazy is you say that to people and they think you're insane. I also like, don't. Like they're defensive toward they it. They are. Like, hold on. Yep. You're defensive that you want to be sick forever? Yeah. You want to spend money on your illness? You want to do all of these things whenever there is scientific proof that you don't have to? Same with
1: people that, with Crohn's?
0: Is, yeah. Is that lazy or is that is that fear? Is that, you know, what, what area, I don't know. I think it's different for
1: everybody, but. I agree. Interesting. It is interesting, but you're, you're right. Like the, the fact that, you know, people with autoimmune are like, oh, I have to remove this and this and this from my diet. Well, do you really, or can yeah. you kind of heal some of that? You don't have stuff? to
0: remove any food from your diet. I mean, no. granted, we're talking food. I'm not talking right. anti-food.
1: Right. But some
0: right. things aren't food. Like you said, McDonald's, that ain't food. No, that's it's
1: not. it. It may not have ain't. all beef burgers, but we don't know what the quality of that is. Um, and then the high fructose corn syrup and the buns and all of that. But like, that's people, sludge. yeah, <laughs> right. But we, but people want to identify in their, you know, they want to be the sick person. They want to be taken care of. They want to be, or they want to just have an excuse Right. And I'm not and I'm not shaming anybody for having Hi, no. a, an illness or you know a, an issue. I mean, I just talked about pooping on the floor, y'all. <laughs> and I did laugh at her. I'm not shaming her, I'm laughing at her, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, um, but we just want you to know that there's always a way out. If you always look at the root cause, if you look at the cellular structure and actually work with professionals that can And here's the other thing too is like people want a band-aid from me. I'm sure they do you too. But you're not gonna get a band-aid when you work with either of us. Both of us take our time getting to the root cause and the, the way- systemic that, level. Yeah, like clear down the systemic level and making sure that things are working functional and properly. And then and only then do you start feeling somewhat better. But a lot of those things that we suggest are guess what? Lifestyle solutions. And most people don't want to put in the lifestyle solution work. And that's part of the problem too.
0: And we make you eat actual food that tastes good. (laughs) Like this morning, I made a reel today and it's about like eating salad and how it doesn't score you. And then like later I'm like dancing and eating a steak and potatoes. Way better for every function of your body to eat steak and potatoes than a nasty salad.
1: Yep. I'm sorry, but yes. I mean, I like salad, don't get me wrong, but I don't want it as my...
0: I haven't eaten a salad in a year and it's amazing. Really? I I like salads. I do. But whenever like I stopped eating so many green vegetables, I just haven't eaten a salad in a long time since then.
1: I feel better. Like, well, cucumbers are my favorite vegetable of all time. I I don't care. I love love me cucumber. But like broccoli, I haven't had in a very long time and I'm okay with that
0: i have Um, i love broccoli love broccoli and i've i have it like every now and then i'll have a few i'll have a little bit of like a few spears here and there or like if we like we had stir fry the other night and i had like three pieces but i make sure i eat a lot of protein so that it can help digest the broccoli
1: yeah it's and i don't eat it by itself anymore
0: i used to do the same
1: thing thing. that was so hard on my things we learn right
0: No wonder I was was pooping on the floor. (laughs) I can't breathe. There's a lot of reasons that I pooped on the floor. There's a lot of reasons.
1: So many. Um... (laughs) All right, guys, that was this episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed just our general conversation and how we, um, how we just kind of talk with each other and talking about parasites, cleansing of, and opening your drainage pathways and so forth and a little bit of our story along the way. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can support this podcast by going to co ficom dot com slash even the rocks podcast or find this link in the show notes. This helps to support us continue to make these episodes available to you.
0: If you would like to work with either of us, you can find us on instagram at even the rocks podcast or email us at even the rocks podcast. At gmail.com. If you found this podcast helpful, please rate us at five stars and leave us a review. We appreciate you greatly for listening.